Yeah. Uh, Freddie Lang. Freddie Lang, okay. Freddie Lang. All right, back up a little bit here. All Freddy right. Lang sounds like a rock star. <laughs> Freddie Lang does sound like a rock star. Yeah. Rockstar window tinter. Uh, <laughs> hey everybody and welcome to the Buffalo Community Podcast. Our first guest today is, well, he's had a young entrepreneurial spirit ever since he was a young kid from working with his own bait business to charter boat rentals to vacation weekly rentals to food trucks. His current role right now is helping kids find their way in business. Thanks, Mark. Tyler. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, you make me sound way more interesting than I am. <laughs> Absolutely. So, we'll tell us a little bit about the CEO program. All right. So, we didn't come up with this idea, but we love it and we stole it and brought it to uh, Right Tech. So, it originated in Illinois and it was an entrepreneur and his best friend was a high school teacher. And the high school teacher was teaching um, entrepreneurship class and he just didn't feel like the, the kids were getting how hard it can really be sometimes. Sure. Struggles and the rewards, of course, to go mm -hmm. along with that. So they came up with the idea of taking it out of the classroom and really bringing it out into the community. You know, ra rather than reading about entrepreneurs in a book, let's go out and talk to the ones that are just down the street. So walk fantastic walk idea. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, they can sit down with them, ask questions, mm -hmm. tell me the good parts, tell me the bad. How'd you deal with the recession? How are you competing with Amazon? Sure. So uh, we brought that to uh, Wright County. And uh, this is the fifth year of having um, students in the program who... I think are interested in starting their own business, maybe taking over a family business, or they're just curious, you know, what, what would this be like? Yeah. How has, uh, over five years, I'm sure you're not doing the same thing today that you're doing five years ago. Has there been changes, things maybe you're not doing anymore that you were or things that you are, you know, how has it changed? Well, I'll tell you, Mark, one of the, uh, after the first year got feedback from the students and, uh, my goal for year two is to have more fun because <laughs> I tried to be so structured <laughs> sure. in year one and boy, they're doing this in Illinois and it's got to show up and we got to bring the magic to Wright County mm -hmm. and people are supporting this. And as I look back, man, the students are, they're out of bed, they're dressed up, they're at businesses, they're asking questions. Um, let's make sure they have a little bit of fun with this yeah. too and, and allow them to um, kind of set up some of their own days, have some days that we're not um, dressed up all the time yep. and, and out there. But yeah, it, the biggest thing as well um, has been the student feedback that'll say, hey, that's great. It was fun meeting this entrepreneur who's been here for 40 years, but can you find more that have been in business for two months yep. that I can really relate to? Because <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. the students all start their own business in the class. And so they're kind of doing those very beginning struggles of some market research and how do I come up with a contract? How do I set a price? Yep. How do I collect money? <laughs> right. Right. It's kind of important. Yeah. Which, is, which is why we're here today. We're going to yeah. meet some of the students and, and their businesses. We're actually at the uh, Classic Hall Event Center in Annandale. Uh, and actually one of your mentors is Britt Haskins, the owner of this place. And we're actually going to be announcing uh, their event coming up. What, what date is that again? March 20th. March 20th. So uh, it'll be from a couple of weeks now. So uh, look in the show notes and click on the link and buy your tickets. But we're going to have all the students come in, uh, give you a little snippet of their business and what they're all about. And uh, thanks, Mark. And yep. let's dive right into the students. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay, let's uh, bring on our next business owner, Sully Riebling. Hi, nice Sully, to meet you guys. Nice to meet you, too. How are you? I'm Sully. I'm good. Good. Uh, Sully, you're at the Phoenix Learning Center. Yep. And your business is? I'm going to be starting a photo and video business. 
Uh, so I'm going to be able to take photos and videos, obviously. And I also have a drone, so I'll be able to take aerial photography and videography. And right now I'm in the works to buying something so I can take photos and videos underwater, actually, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. cool. Are you going to specialize in, in events or... Yeah, nature what gonna, what's the i'm gonna try and do really anything and everything i want to do weddings i want to do stuff for schools events um if someone just has a family get together that they want to remember then i'll be able to do that too awesome yeah what's your favorite is it video or is it photography so far um i gotta say i'm i'm more of a fan of the video stuff uh, okay. i've been doing that for a little bit longer yeah. um but i'm really getting into the photography scene and it's just I'm just kind of diving into mm -hmm. it. That's great. And are you available for hire as of right now? Uh, yes, but I'm not able to take uh, underwater shots yet. I'm cool. still okay. working on getting that. We'll keep awesome. it on dry land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you have the distinct uh, honor of introducing your guys' event for Right Tech CEO program. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So uh, the event's being held March 20th here at Classic Hall in Annandale. We're going to have dueling pianos. There's going to be a silent auction. There's also going to be a great, great meal. And all of us are going to be there. Uh, doors open at 530. Okay. And what is it for? What is it benefiting? So uh, any money that gets raised uh, gets split up among the students so that we can have that as kind of like a, a kickoff cost awesome. to our business. Sure. And how can people get tickets? Um, we're going to all have our emails. So you can really email any one of us and we'll be able to get you some tickets. Sure. We'll be sure to put that in the show notes or whatever post you see this on social media is how to get a hold of any of these business owners, Mark Lee, uh, myself, and Mark, and we can point you in the right direction too. And tickets are how much again? $40 a piece. $40. Yeah. And can that includes they, the meal. Includes the meal. That's a heck of a deal. It is. Can they buy them at the door? Yes, they can. All right, awesome. Please remind them on the date again. March date and time. 20th. March 30 is when the doors open. Thanks, Sully. Thank you. Thanks, Sully. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Our next. Our next business owner coming up is Freddie Vici, and he's from Big Lake High School. Come on in here, Freddie. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Nice to meet you. How you doing, Freddie? I'm doing well. Good. Tell us a little bit about your business. So I go to Big Lake High School, and my business is um, cell phone repair. So what grade I, are you in? I'm a junior this year. Okay, gotcha. What What's the inspiration for screen repair? So I've been fixing iPhones specifically since around sixth grade. Wow. I've gotten pretty good at it. I've done it for friends, family, and even just people at my school. They're like, hey, I heard you fix phones. I'm like, yeah, I do. And then yeah. I just kind of been around through word of mouth mm -hmm. and... Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you might have already answered this by now, but uh, Apple or Android? Um, Apple only, mainly. Apple only. Yes. Okay. That's good to know, especially uh, whoop whoop to all you iPhone owners out there. <laughs> I know I get a lot of flack for that, but uh, th that's great that you kind of have that niche market mm -hmm. of the iPhone guy, screen broken, call Freddie, right? Yeah. And one of the things that sets me apart rather than like some businesses around here is I'm able to meet you somewhere at a public place and fix it on site within 30 minutes. Nice. Wow. That's great. Again, Freddie Vici with uh, screen repair and iPhone, iPhone repair and screen repair. Yes, so like battery replacements, glass replacements, and um, just basic stuff like that. Perfect. Cool. Freddie, Thanks, Freddie. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, bud. All right, our next entrepreneur uh, is Matt Burry. Get Matt Burry. Matt? 
Yep. Nice, nice to, to meet you. you. How are you, Matt? Good. 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 Matt, you're from uh, STMA, yep. St. Michael Albertville. Yep. And your business is? I want to buy houses, kind of fix them up, flip them, and rent them out. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Sure. Okay. How, uh, what's, what's, what's your backstory there? How do you, how did you come up with this idea? And yeah, so a couple years back, my grandparents gave me and my siblings some seed money and just right after the recession, so we were able to buy a couple rental houses for cheap and that was a ton of fun doing that. And initially it was mostly just, I was doing the repairs and the, sure, kind of the grunt work, but the past couple of years I've been doing all of it, staying up till two in the morning, getting the taxes done, all nice. that. So you thing. currently own rental properties? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So you talked about the seed money, but uh, for anybody looking, they're like, well, how does a young person go out and do that? Mm-hmm. Obviously, seed money helps, but you know, what was, what was that inspiration? I mean, it was, oh, I'll just go buy a house. You know, what, what, what brought you to that point? Uh, well, my parents have kind of always talked about business and they, they had bought some rental houses before the recession and then after the okay. recession. So sure. Just at the kitchen table hearing about cash flow asking, you know, what the heck is that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> all that, sure. All that good stuff. You mentioned something important was getting the taxes done and mm-hmm. uh, we're going into taxis and I know that's not the fun part of the business. It's usually smashing a wall and doing some renovations on there. But uh, I have an, uh, um, as a real estate guy, I have an important question for you. Mm-hmm. Gary V or Grant Cardone? Um, I don't know. I don't really like Grant Cardone's uh, business model of you have to go super big with apartment complexes. I think I think single family works just fine. I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> on there, I like that. A little bit more relatable. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I wish you the best of luck. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Nice to meet you. Good luck meeting you as well. All right. Hey. Uh, let's introduce you to our next entrepreneur, Dawson Welch. Dawson, thanks hey. for coming in. Yeah, thanks well, for coming, Dawson. No problem. And you, Dawson, you are from Maple Lake. Yes, not, I am. Not too far from Annandale here. No, it's not. You go into the, the Buffalo location of Right Tech CEO. Yep. Tell us a little bit about your, your business and, and kind of where, where you're at in the process. Yeah, um, so I'm going to be doing a mobile event audio company. So I'm hoping to be able to go around and two different events and I'll bring all the equipment. Um, I'm starting with DJing and hopefully from there I can build it up where I can do other event audio too, such as live bands or things like that. Um, so, Sure. Cool. Well, how how'd you get started? Um, so really I started at my church. I was kind of just roped in as one of the audio technicians there because we didn't have anyone for our youth. So I did that one night had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of interesting. But after that, I kind of liked it. So I got trained in then to do it. And then I started doing it on Sunday mornings too in front of the entire congregation. Cool. So quickly after that, I, I picked up things really quick and I learned a mm-hmm. lot of it. Um, and now I am, I'm in charge of the entire tech team for the youth now actually. So that's really fun. Excellent. I got to believe that there's probably no end to the amount of equipment that would be needed and or wanted you know as you as you grow in your business and as you as you i guess your business matures i don't know exactly what that looks like but a fundraiser like this would like that's coming up would probably be really helpful for for something like that oh yeah definitely yeah i 
really it's hard to get good speakers um, at a cheaper cost mm -hmm. so that's hard to find and if I was able to get top of the line speakers it would be it would cost around 10 grand at least so <laughs> yes it yep. does it does cost a lot so yep. yeah Good. and then it's it's always everything is changing in the audio industry and you're always upgrading so absolutely thanks for coming in yeah thanks for having me good luck thanks our uh, next business owner is Lizzie Beast out of Delano. Come on in. Lizzie, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi, Lizzie. Hi. All right. When we got the list of businesses, uh, yours was unique in the fact that you had two different ones. It was kind of an and or. Uh, so website design or fish house remodeling. So my story behind that is I was kind of thinking, like I had no idea. in a little bit. I had yeah. no idea what I wanted to do for mm -hmm. my business. I was just kind of going back and forth. Um, I really wanted to start something online, but mm -hmm. then I also have a lot of outdoor hobbies, fishing, hunting, barrel racing. Um, and so I was like thinking something designable, like, oh, I could take old fish houses and restore them. Sure, sure. Um, but then after thinking about it for a while, I was like, I want to stick with something online. So when I go to college, I can do that from there and I don't have to try and figure out, well, where am I going to put this fish house? Mm -hmm. So I have decided to stick with website design. Okay. okay. What, uh, as a website designer, uh, what tips could you give somebody uh, to revamp their website? Or what mistakes do you think people make of, hey, you could improve your website like this? And how, how do you bring value to those people? So I think like the biggest thing is people don't want to take the time to work on their own websites. So they just kind of patch something together with like one or two pages on it. Like it's really, it's like sometimes it's a lot of paragraphs. Mm -hmm. um, or just odds and ends of information everywhere across the website and someone that's going to visit that website is like, where do I even go? Like, I don't want to read through paragraphs just to find something. Sure. So having that um, different tabs and different places to find information easily mm -hmm. and also make it look nice to the eye as mm -hmm. well. So you mentioned starting a business that can be run online, making money online, which is awesome and I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Is there other motivation behind website design? I really like designing, whether it's interior design, remodeling something, building stuff. So I just thought, well, if I want to stick with designing, why not try something online that I can design? Yep. Awesome. Perfect. Lizzie, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck. All right. And our next uh, business owner is Taylor Pawlik. Taylor, why don't you come on over? Taylor, thanks for coming in. Hey, Thank you. You bet. Thanks for being on. We were, well, I, I was not maybe most most intrigued, but more uh, interested because I haven't heard about this at all. Safety checks for businesses. Yeah. So one of the mentors for the um, Right Tech CEO, uh, Terry Peterson over at Kids Haven in Buffalo. Sure. She had someone like checking their first aid kit, making sure it's always stocked as there's always accidents as mm -hmm. a, at a daycare. And he recently passed away, and she can't find anyone else to do it. So I met with her about that, and he was all over Wright County and Hennepin County. And I mentioned it to my mom, too, and mm -hmm. she works down at Mill Creek in Buffalo. And they also lost the same guy, so there's a pretty big market, and people are looking okay. for someone to do the restocking for them. Yep. Is there is there a uh, training for that? or? There is. So I have to... my. Market is um, daycares and restaurants, so I have to get certified in knowing what they need because if something were to come back on them, it comes back on me. So mm -hmm. I'm 
in the process of getting certified right now. Yep. How long is that certification process? Um, it's an as-you-go thing, so it's as fast okay. as you want to get it done or as slow Sure. Take your time through it. Is okay. it a certain amount of hours of classroom or study followed by a test, or how, how does that nope. So work? it's all online videos, um, like pamphlets, just okay. the regulations, and then at the end you take sure. a big test. So... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's basically uh, not necessarily that somebody that in your family that came up in this business, but it's just you seeing an opportunity of a need that's was being filled by somebody else that's no longer being filled, and you said, "Hey, I can I can step into that and, and provide that to to the city or to the county." Yep, exactly. Well, fill the need. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Thanks. good luck. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Our next uh, business owner and student is Jacob Kugler out of Buffalo. Jacob, come on down. <laughs> we got to make it light. Jacob, how you doing? Good. Hey, thanks for coming Hi. out. So stand a little bit closer uh, right here. This was uh, intriguing to me because uh, I, I'm not um, I'm not diving headfirst into cards, but you're specifically looking at maybe flipping football cards yep. on there. Uh, Mark and I, we talked about this a little mm -hmm. bit yesterday, and, and he was geeking out over it. He's, <laughs> oh, this is, this is amazing. Um, but tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I've been collecting football cards ever since I was a l younger kid, and looking back at all the cards I have now, I realize that there's some that are worth a lot of money. So I cool. feel like I could sell those and start my own business buying and selling them mostly on like eBay and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. How many cards do you have? I don't know if I can give you a number. I've got a lot of them, but yeah, yeah. binders and binders full. Yep. So initially when you started collecting cards, was value of a particular card any part of your thought? Or was it just, hey, I like this guy? At and, first it was like that. Yeah. So how long did it take you to go, oh my gosh, these things are worth money? And, and kind of shifting your mind from collecting your favorite players to uh, making money doing this. Uh, probably when I started this class, it started making my mind think like this could be something where I could make money off of. Because mm -hmm. before it was mostly like, oh, I like this guy. I'm going to collect a lot of cards with him. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think best example, so I've kind of been looking into this a little bit. But, I mean, examples of like you jump on a Lamar Jackson card a year or two ago and mm -hmm. he's kind of the big guy in sports card collecting right now right mm -hmm. and so just a good example of you buy low and sell high what would be a good uh profit on on something like that what could have you got a lamar jackson for two years ago that you could sell now for how much uh well his cards now are at least like a hundred bucks like i just sold one for a hundred bucks of him and you and i think i got it for like five bucks right yeah. So you just so it's a huge profit. Some speculation. Yep. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Good Maybe view. I should geek out about that yeah, a little right. bit more. That's <laughs> yeah. a heck of a profit yeah. margin. That's we awesome. could talk a lot longer, but is, we got some people. Is that your best flip back. so far? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So Lamar Jackson. That's 20 x. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Jake, thanks for coming Thank in. Thank you. Thank you. Well, next one is a baseball card flipper. Yeah. Right up your alley. Right. Exactly. Uh, ben Roth. Buffalo High School, right? Nice ben, you. nice yeah. to meet you. Thanks for coming out, Ben. Yeah. Step in. Well, it kind of paired on the uh, the football flipping card of uh, Jacob. Uh, you're more into baseball cards. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some of the, you know, a lot of the same type of um, questions that 
we asked before, but why baseball cards, I guess? Um, well, I've always played baseball my entire life, and I've been collecting cards since I was little, and it's something I really enjoy. And mm -hmm. so throughout that process, I've learned the price points of the cards, so I figured I can flip them, too. Sure, sure. Um, how do you set a base of, how do you create it as a business? Is it, is it really just hyper-diligent of, of uh, I guess, um, studying the market, buying a lot of cards, going through a lot of chaff to get to the wheat? Yeah, I think, I guess, just being collecting for so long, you start to know, get a feel for what things are mm -hmm. worth. And then also online, you can look at what things sold for previously. Mm -hmm. Sure, that's awesome. Sure. The internet's pretty amazing for stuff like that because, I mean, you could be selling to a collector in California and, and sell them. Uh, what's your favorite card? Uh, well, my favorite card or one that I have? Let's go with both. Okay. Well, I think the coolest card has to be the T206 Honest Wagner. It sold for over $2 million at auction. But my favorite card I have is probably a Mike Trout rookie card. Wow. Gotcha. And are, are you Topps guy? Don Russ, across um, the board, doesn't matter. I think tops is usually what's the biggest thing. Sure. Thanks for coming Thank in. Thank you. Good luck to you. Thank you. What's your name? Yeah. Uh, Freddie Lang. Freddie Lang, okay. Freddie Lang. All right, back up a little bit here. All Freddie right. Lang sounds like a rock star. Freddie Lang. Freddie Lang does sound like a rock star. Yeah. Rock star window tinter. Uh -huh. <laughs> Our, our next business owner, Freddie Lang out of Delno. Um, you might have just heard some banter of Freddie Lang. It sounds like yeah. a rock star. Come on in here. Nice Hi. to meet you. Thanks nice for coming out, you. Freddie. Pleasure as always. So, your business? Why are you scooting a little tight here? Um, I plan on, my business is going to be Lakeside Tint and Wrap. Uh, I plan on doing window tinting and clear bras for the front of cars for uh, people with collections, people who care about their cars and want to protect them. Sure, sure. Um, window tinting, I would imagine, you know, there's, you know, you always hear of uh, the, you know, is a tint too dark? Is it, you know, not dark enough for somebody's liking? What are the, what are the laws on, on window tinting nowadays? So the laws are usually 50% uh, in the front windows and 35% in the back windows. You can't have any on the windshield, uh, but I mostly got into this because I wanted to have a little bit of darker window tinting because that's a big thing in uh, car collecting, mm -hmm. having fun with your car, and I, I got into this out of passion. So okay, so awesome. so pushing those limits, of course, right up to right up to, but never over, never over, never, never. never. All right, uh, I really like what you said right there. You you started this out of a passion. You know, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. But if you can make some money out of that, that's, uh, that's pretty great, too, yeah. uh, I, I think, on that. What do you drive? Uh, so I have a BMW 328i. And then uh, by myself, I bought a 1986 uh, Porsche 944 for $2,000. So. Nice. Nice. With tinted windows. Uh, I'm, I'm working on it. Working, working on it. Okay. On it. That's, that's <laughs> the goal. Yeah. When I was your age, I had a 1980s car, too. It was a Bonneville. Bonneville. 
Oh, those are the best. They got the boxy shapes. Anything from the 80s, in my opinion. Oh, this was round. Uh, yeah. round <laughs> it wasn't the cool American Bonneville. Car? Yeah, it wasn't I, the cool Bonneville. I respect American cars. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's awesome. You know, we've got your contact information for anybody that needs some window tinting or vinyl wraps. Did you stick with the bra, or do you do, can you do a whole car? Uh, I'm hoping on working up to it, but I'd start with a clear bra first. Sure, sure. And then once I have more money to invest, then I can probably work into wrapping whole cars. So. With, like, graphics and stuff? Yep, yep. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Freddie. You. Thank Thanks, you for Freddy. having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a side. At, I'm gonna yeah. tell you a side story from yesterday when we were uh, going over like mobile home computer repair. I said no, <laughs> mobile home computer repair. And like, <laughs> why just mobile homes? Yeah. <laughs> I, I usually just call it mobile computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mobile computer <laughs> repair. Okay. Uh, all right. We busted a gut. We busted a gut reading this yesterday. Yeah. But uh, well, yeah. I mean, you got to fix the computers on mobile home. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> uh, go ahead. All right. Um, our <coughs> business owner uh, out of Buffalo High School is Joe Hagland. Joel, you want to swing down here? His mobile computer repair, right? Thanks, yep. Joel. Um, well, Mobile, I mean, it kind of goes without saying. It's right in the title of what you do. But uh, I, one question I have is, what's the number one computer issue most people have that you're seeing? Well, I haven't done a whole ton of repair, but oftentimes it can just be as simple as something's not plugged in right, or it can be something with the software. But Sure, mm -hmm. sure. I would imagine if you're anything like people in our family that have some computer skills, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, people are calling you a lot, and at some point you probably decide I should probably make money doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My parents are asking how you get the DVD player to work. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's good. That's a well, uh, you know, with the uh, the aging generations, it's a good skill to have, and uh, it's uh, it's an always an adapt adapting skill because it's always changing. You know, what's your favorite part about it? What's your uh, what's what's one success story that you you had a challenge, you needed to fix it, and you're like, oh, by golly, that worked. Well, my mom's uh, Mac computer started dying and glitching out, but uh, we had been able to remove the hard drive and get the data. Awesome. But it wasn't very good for the computer. Sure. No. But it, everything wasn't lost. No. You're able to salvage whatever photos, videos, memories, documents were on this and, yep. and, and make sure that it wasn't gone forever. Yep. Got it. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that, people's... That's value, That's invaluable error. Yeah. Invaluable or valuable? Both. Yes, both. Both. Absolutely. Joel, yeah. thanks for coming on. Thank good, you. Good luck to you. Thank you. All right. Our next one, Thomas Real of Buffalo. I'm going to try and not look short next to him. Yeah. Hey, I really look up to you. Thanks for coming on. Uh, your business? Uh, I'm going to do my own lawn care snow removal company. I've kind of already started it the past three years, kind of big time, I guess you could call it, but I kind of want to expand ah, it bigger. I like that, big time. Big I started big time. Yeah. <laughs> nice, that's good. Um, so you're trying to run a, uh, you are running 
uh, lawn care, snow removal business, and you're also going to school. Um, how, how, do, how do you balance those things with uh, getting, growing a business and getting your schoolwork done? Well, sometimes in the winter it gets tough because when it's snowing out, if you ain't out there plowing snow, you aren't making money. But mm -hmm. in the summer, I usually can balance it where I can get my stuff done and sure make sure everything's good. You got a crew? Uh, I don't know. I don't like hiring people because they don't do it as good as I do. Okay, there that's, you go. That's good. That's good. Um, with a lot of uh, snow removal and lawn care services out there, how do you set yourself apart? Uh, just cleaner parking lots, driveways, and just more attention to detail, getting the little stuff taken care of. People like that, like clearing out in front of mailboxes and stuff, just mm -hmm. makes it better for the customer. How much equipment do you have? You got a plow truck, obviously. Yeah, I got a plow truck, and then I got a trailer, lawnmower with a bagger, dispatcher, okay. all the stuff to do the job. Sure. And my hunch is that at some point, you're going to want to grow, and, and you're going to have to find some good employees, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, that'll, that'll Can you grow as big as you want to grow by yourself? Uh, no, I'm definitely going to need some more people to get as big yeah. as I want to be. Yeah, good Perfect. deal. All right. Thomas, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Hey, good luck. Thanks. Yeah, All right. Our next student and business owner is Drake Gorris. He's doing one-on-one -on -one individual basketball training for youth. Yes. Drake, tell us a little bit about that. Hi. Well, I am deciding to do a basketball training video because... I'm just I'm uh, I'm deciding to do a basketball training business uh, because I want to teach like kids in middle school uh, what I learned when I was sure. a kid, and sure. I want to teach them before they go into high school because I know um, some things about high school they probably obviously don't, mm -hmm. and I want to teach them that before they go there. Sure, I feel like middle school and elementary school is like a good place to like teach them, like teach them young before they grow yep. older, before they develop those yeah. bad habits. Yep. Exactly. Do you have uh, experience working one-on-one -on -one with yeah, a coach or I've anything worked, that's inspired you? I've worked with trainers like Steve Brown, and he works with, like, he used to be a Timberwolves trainer, and I've worked with, like, other high school trainers, but I feel like, like, what I've learned from, like, all of them, I can teach, like, kids. Sure. That, um, and, like, just, like, I don't know, like, stuff that I've picked up, like, on my own. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, one question, when uh, Mark and I were uh, looking at these uh, business uh, plans or titles, we should say, is, is it really going to be strictly one-on-one, -on -one, or is it small group, small camp, See, you know, mini camps? Yeah, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, like, yeah, if people ask for, like, one-on-one -on -one sessions, like, yeah, I'm going to do one-on-one -on -one because some people learn better that way, mm -hmm. Sure. you know, but if they're asking, like, hey, can he train with, like, other people, I'm like, yeah, like, we, we can get, like, a small group together, and because, like, yeah. if you get too much kids, obviously not going to, like, work out because... Sure. You know, they kind of like just doze off but like like one-on-one -on -one training seems to be like the best like way to like learn stuff because like they actually like, pay attention the whole time yeah like you can definitely see that cool yep awesome drake Sweet. good luck to you thank but you before you go thanks for coming on favorite player of all time i okay right now i do like Kyrie Irving because he's like from my generation mm -hmm. but like Kyrie Irving and like clay thompson Sure, sure. Do like Clay Thompson a lot? Yeah, good deal. I don't know who those are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Drake, thanks. Right, thank you so much. Good luck. All right, next we'll have uh, Max. Uh, next entrepreneur, we'll have Max come in. Tell us a little bit about your business. Max, how you doing? Pretty good. Good. I really, I look up to you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so, so. Cleaning business. Yep. Tell yeah. us a little bit about it. So I, my mom had a little cleaning business a few years ago when I was like 10 years old. And I used to come and help her out, you know, just clean a few houses, clean the windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the stuff that she doesn't like doing. Sure. Because that's what you do. Yep. <laughs> and I just figured, you know, I'm starting a business now. Why don't I do something that I already kind of know mm-hmm. sure. how to do? Sure. Do you plan on staying residential or business or a little bit of both? Uh, probably residential mainly. Just uh, sure. kind of get to know people also because mm-hmm. that was another fun part of it. Yeah. Well, I think you're like the only kid that I've ever heard said it's fun cleaning. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to my kids. Yeah. yeah. There. So uh, have you, are you, is your business operational right now or are you, are you available for hire is it still in kind of the uh, development stages and it's in the development okay. so far sure yeah and when you do plan do you plan on just having one crew do you plan on having multiple crews so you can go and maybe not, not franchise but at least run uh, multiple homes at one time um i'm definitely going to start out with one crew just to kind of keep it simple because i've got <laughs> other things going on obviously sure so i don't want to grow too fast and you know, be doing a poor job at managing. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Manage the expectations. You give great service each time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. awesome. Max, thanks for coming. Thank Appreciate you. it, Max. Good luck. Thanks. So we have a familiar face back on on the camera here. Drake, he's stepping in for his friend Carter. Carter's going to be doing one-on-one hockey training uh, instead of one-on-one basketball youth training. Tell us a little bit about Carter. Uh, well, so Carter's a kid at Buffalo High School, and um, he's really good with kids and uh, like talking to people and like talking like to honestly anybody. And, like I, even though like I've never seen uh, Carter like train anybody, I've seen him play, and he's really good. Cool. And um, uh, like I feel like he could teach like a, a lot of kids stuff. And um, he's just like he's never like mad. You know, he's always happy. And he's always like mm-hmm. wanting to talk to people. Sure. And so cool. like I feel like he's like really good for that. So do you guys, kind of having similar concepts and obviously different sports, do you, you guys partner up? Do you guys bounce ideas off each other? Do you work Honestly, closely together? Or you... like during class when like he's like asking us to get a partner, me and Carter always tend to like pair out. Sure, makes Just sense. Because, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yep. He's a good kid. Awesome. All right. Drake, thanks for stepping thanks in for him. No problem. Appreciate it, Drake. Yep. No problem. Have a good one. Mark, what a what a unique, uh, different take on connecting the local community mm-hmm. with businesses and the people in it, which is kind of our passion, yep. uh, kind of our our, our statement here. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm I'm pretty inspired by these young kids. Uh, it, it, really, they're kids. Yeah, uh, starting their own businesses right. uh, on there. What did you think? I, I thought it was awesome. I think the the fact that there's this opportunity for them to um, you know put a business plan together and um, Put, put those wheels in motion. This is not a hypothetical business that they're, yeah. that they're doing a school project on. I mean, this is um, planning, fundraising, uh, coming up on March 20th. So I, I just, I, I can't tell you how much I hope people show up here uh, to the Classic Hall in Annandale and, and support these kids and help them get these businesses uh, either launched or 
you know, give them that boost to, you know, take that business to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. These are the community leaders of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's a great way to get involved. Uh, it's for an excellent cause and it's really cheap for a night out. Yep. 40 bucks, Doing you know, up here. And a meal. Yeah, that's and not I'm bad sure. at all. Yep. That's uh, here at Classic Hall um, Event Center in Annandale, Minnesota on March 20th. Mm -hmm. uh, Again, we want to thank all of you guys for your support on your views, you guys listening on to the podcast as well. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we've been uh, really thankful for all of the support that we've seen from you, uh, not only online, but in person, too. You know, thanks for pointing out and saying, hey, sure. there's the podcast yeah, guys, right. <laughs> you know, uh, on there. So congrats to you, too, Mark. Yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, what, a, what a fun episode this has been. So. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you next time. I'm Mark. No, you're Mark. I'm Mark. I, I totally butchered that. <laughs> <laughs> For the Buffalo Community Podcast, I'm Tyler Reese. <laughs> He's Mark Benzer. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Uh. <laughs> that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah.